Good morning to everybody. Bezrat Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Shir number one sixty nine. We're learning the Rafu Shlema Shimon Yochanan Ben Brachel Shavafu Shlema Pesach Shachol Yisrael. Okay, today I'd like to talk about the next type of pit, and that is the plum or peaches. You have a large pit right in the middle of the fruit. Again, until now we've spoken about the watermelon type seeds, which are many pits spread out throughout. That's number one. You have the other type we spoke about yesterday, which was the decantelope and melons, which you have a large clump of pit or seeds in the middle. And then we have a third type of pit, which is one pit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put one big giant pit right in the middle. A plum, for example, a peach, for example, an avocado. So the question is, how do we go about removing these pits and eating the fruit? So, of course, the first question is, how do we know that that is psoilus from Eichel, um, which we always want to know first, is that really a taruvitz? Is that really considered taking bad from good if I take out the pit to eat my fruit? So it says the Mishabura in Simen Shinchaf Aleph, which is not really bur, it's a different issue, but Shinchaf Aleph, Sifkot and Peidala, says the Mishabura, Vim Poiseach Plumen, if somebody opens up a plum, uh, Shazif is like, is a plum or a peach or again, avocado, it's all the same family. Somebody opens up this plum, Vizorik Hagarinim Hakoshim, and somebody, they throw out out this big hard pit right in the middle and he does it he does it for later on this would be what it means later on in this case we'll see soon we'll talk about but first of all we do see that taking out the pit from the plum is a action of borer that's what the mishabur is explaining to us Okay, so now we know that it is Borer taking out this pit from a plum, peach, avocado, and avocado and the like. Let's see the different steps that we could go through in a halachically legal way to do it on Shabbos. So, and, and what it means, la'acharzman, in conjunction with this mishabru over here. First of all, the best way to do it, one takes a peach, one takes a plum, is the regular derech achila, of course, that's case number one, the best way, and that is he takes the plum of peach and he eats the plum of peach. He ends up with the peel in his hands, and as the pit is in one hand, he goes and throws it right out into the garbage. Now, as we go through the various ways of the removal of the pit, we have to keep in mind, the Shmir Shabbos Gehul tells us that this pit is not roi lachilas adam. It's not fit for a human being to eat, and it's and it's not roi for a lachilas behemoth. It's also not fit for a behemoth to eat. Again, peaches, plums, these big giant pits in the middle. So, that being the case, since it's not fit for a human to eat, and it's not fit for a animal to eat, it makes it muksa. So therefore, when one finishes eating the plum or pit uh, uh, or peach or the like, or one will see in different ways that one could pull it out, which we'll talk about, um, once the pit is in one's hand, one could go about and still and to throw it into the garbage. He doesn't have to like drop it right there and let it land on the floor and keep it there till after Shabbos. While he's still holding it, he finishes it. The, the pit is now in, in one's hand. He could just get put it into the garbage. But once one puts it down and leaves it, let's say, on the table or the like, you're running into problems of muksa and it's a problem moving that pit. We, there are certain ways, graf shel but again, once it's in one's hands, one should throw it out right away and not leave it around because of the fact of its muksa. 
Now, also, I want to make known that while one is eating the peach, let's say he's eating it in the way that we just said, eating the peach, eating the plum, uh, right off the pit, so then the pit is not moksa. As long as it's attached to the food and it's part of the food, part of the peach or plum, um, then it's not moksa. It only becomes moksa once it's removed from the fruit. Or if it's removed from one's mouth, for example, if somebody has it, if we're going to talk about if somebody puts the whole thing in their mouth, which is very hard to do, but let's say in a case of like watermelon or the like, those pits also would be a problem. Um, but once one removes it from one's mouth into one's hand, you could just go ahead and dump it into the garbage, and that's all. But just not to leave the pits laying around, they will become muksa. Just to make a clear reading, reading the uh, Lushen from the Shmir Shabbos Gehil um, and this goes for all pits and all fruits, which we're talking about, fruits and vegetables and the like. A fruit pit or vegetable pit, pit for that matter, is uh, so with three conditions. Number one, it's no longer in the fruit or in the vegetable. Number one. Number two, it's not fit for either human or animal consumption. Number th- number. Th- Number, that's number two. I'm sorry, number one. Again, it's no longer in the fruit, number one. Number two, it's not fit for human or animal consumption. And number three, if the pit has no remains of the fruit or the vegetable attached to it, in such a case, it would be classed as muksa. However, it would be allowed to move such a pit while separating it from the fruit in the ways which we described um, above and the other shiurim and so on, and also while taking it out of one's mouth, like we described. Again, it's not only on the pit from the plum of the peach, like we said, it's from the watermelon, and once it has these three conditions, again, it's no longer in the fruit or the vegetable, and it's not fit for human consumption or animal consumption, um, and it's no longer attached, so then it's classified as muksa, but again, once while one is still holding it, he could go ahead and just throw it into the garbage, but again, not to leave it um, hanging around. It's not a nice, not a nice thing to do, but Lamaisa halachically it's also else muksa. Okay, we'll continue talking about the peaches and plum pit tomorrow. Um, I just wanted to, um, you know, bring across this this uh, case with the, as far as that, these pits with the muksa part, which, because it's very important, and, uh, sometimes people don't realize and they leave it hanging around, even though it's not nice, but halachically they are muksa. Now, I just want to do, want to mention that Lamaisa, if somebody did leave, let's say, this plum pit, uh, he ate his plum and he left it on the table over there, you know, in general, most people are disgusted by the dirty plum pit on the table, so it has halacha of what we call, when we learn muksa, we'll be talking about it, graf shal re'eh, um, that which basically somebody would be able to take a paper towel and just, you know, take it and throw it out. Um, it, it has the halacha of moksa, but there are ways to work with it. And the other way would be also if one put these, let's say he's eating watermelon and he spits out the bits from the watermelon, for example, it's onto a plate, he puts it on a plate, and on the plate he has other food, which is edible, so that would also be okay to move the plate with the pits and with the edible food. But there is such a hetero of kraf shal a disgusting thing could be moved even though it's moksa. Okay, we'll go weiter tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Kol Tuv.